What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast episode number seven zero. Josh, Brett, HBot coming at you from inside Haptic HQ. Hello, Brett. How are you? What's going on? What's up, everybody? And welcome to Hapticast. I'm here. I'm ready to go. You are here, and you are indeed ready to go. <clears throat> I got big news. You have big news. Yep. What do you got? Hapticast is now available on most of the podcasting platforms for audio listeners all around the world. Try to do some kind of a sound effect for that. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so guys, we are now on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Amazon Music. Um, a couple other platforms, but find us on all those platforms. The one we care about the most would probably be like Spotify. So go on Spotify, uh, you know, mark all the podcast episodes that you've listened to as played. Uh, give us a, a rating on there. You know, if you think we're worth five stars, then suck us off and mm -hmm. give us some five stars. Brett, are you using your Yeti mic? It's a question I have for you. I might not be. But should be. Yuki says you're a little quiet and uh, looking at the levels now. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm using the wrong mic, Josh. Yeah. So, you flick that little bean for me? Yeah, dude. I got you, dude. Hit in. Uh, thank you for saying something, Yuki. We're on Spotify. We are indeed on Spotify. We are indeed. Right, how's this sound? Am I better? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. Good. That's perfect. All right. Well, thanks everybody for coming. Again, we are on Spotify. We're on all audio platforms. Uh, well, not all, but most audio platforms. Uh, we don't have all the podcast episodes up yet. We're almost there. We have about 40 out of 69, <laughs> and I'm going to be doing more. So uh, be on the lookout for the rest of the episodes. I'm going to be you know, editing them and putting them up there. So Now 40 yeah. out of 70. 40 out of 70? Yeah, this is episode 70. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that sounds better, Yuki. Let us know. Uh, you definitely sound better in my ears now. So that's yeah, good. My, that's my apologies. I was using voice mod. I had the wrong mic. Uh, I was playing Halo last night, and I was using this little, this little guy here. So Yeah, this little go-go gadget extendo penis. I like how you can like kind of like hear yourself in there. Maybe this is the new look for us. Maybe we just, we just have what? it like this. Maybe we just leave these out. We just pretend like we're using them? Yeah. They're gonna be like, dude, their headsets are actually sick. And I'll just I'll quality. just lower my Yeti here so nobody can see it. And then yeah. that's that. Because you're listening to me on your side over there, uh, you know, via this because it's getting patched into your headset, you know what I mean? Because we have mm -hmm. we have, you know, noise canceling on. We don't wanna we don't wanna hear everything out in HQ. So we can do this, but we can also do this. Well, Maybe we can't do this. Hey, what's up? I bet you we are just ear raping everybody. Just yeah. Just put the mic real close. We'll do ASMR. Okay. So That's... anyway, all the old episodes have pretty shitty audio, way shittier than what you heard at the beginning of this episode. Uh, a lot of like <laughs> desk smacking, like a lot. Yeah, that's because we had our, you know, the Yetis on. We had the, the same exact mic. <laughs> well, yeah, but we didn't, you know. Yeah. You know. You know how that goes. I do. So. I do. You know. 
thanks for thanks for coming, Yuki, and everyone else. Yeah, means a lot. All right, where were we at? What are we doing? Well, it's episode seventy of our podcast. Yeah. Uh, last week, we got to mention we had our good friend Steven on. He was a former co-host of ours, and he was on the pod, and he Correct. was awesome, and it was a great episode. Correct. Um. See, now I'm concerned because my levels are are all fucked up. You know what I mean? Well, Yuki would tell us if it's off. I hope they're all right because I, you know, I do it. I do it. I do it visually now by uh, by by peak files or by by the peak form in uh, the mixer in front of me because I'm good like that now. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just listened. You sound great. Okay. You sound beautiful. Oh, thank you. So do you. Uh, and Thanks. yeah, a special shout out to Yuki who supports everything that we do, um, uh, including me personally and the show that I was in that we just closed. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's good. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm tired. I'm tired. I have, you know, we close that. I have regular, I've been, I mean, I've been working. Um, mm-hmm. I have about five days before I go on vacation which yep. I'm excited for going to Disney, going to see the mouse again. Going to see who? I'm going to see, I'm going to see. <laughs> uh, again. And uh, then right after that, I come back, I have to continue to work and I'm starting production for the next show that I'm doing. Not in, but directing. What, sh- what show is it? The Phantom of the Opera. The Phantom of the, the Phantom of the, the Phantom of right exactly. Um, all right, so you have on here syllables in that one. What you have on here the upcoming schedule. Yeah, what's gonna what's gonna happen with our? Well, so I mean, I have the I going on vacation next Wednesday, so we could we could do a pod Monday, Tuesday, whatever if you want to. Um, and. You know, we could set up some videos to to come out if we need them to, but I don't see why we couldn't do it next week. And then I'll be back from vacation before the next week would even be an issue. So, okay, that sounds good. Because I'm only going Wednesday to Sunday, so okay, okay, very good. Right, well, almost as solid as an English dub Japanese movie. Shots fired. Watch the sub. Wow. Okay. Uh quick rundown for you so we have the abysmal chronicles for you obviously um some interesting stuff in there including uh gotham knights news uh and some elden or not elden ring some dark souls news in there too uh main topic obviously is fifa uh which which is huge even though we don't like fifa brett and i per se uh couldn't even tell you the last time i played fifa uh, I was probably with you when it was like FIFA, you know, 11. Yes, three, dude. Yeah, like fucking FIFA 16 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we're talking about Unreal Engine 5 uh, and a little viral clip that was leaked uh, from that. It looks pretty slick. And then Indie Intel this week grounding out with a little game called Ubel, a little visual anime style, Danganronpa style, nonary game style novel for you. So. Very good. By Very the way, nice. by the way, speaking of Kickstarter, yeah, they, they we're launching need... a Kickstarter. Heard it here first. 
Speaking of Kickstarter, I think they have a really terrible delivery system. I think that they're terrible in general. Well, they've gotten a lot of time on our channel. What are you playing? Huh? <laughs> so what are you playing? Um, All right, media so, consumption update. Yes, so I just... I'm not really playing much, so I'll go with movies first. I saw Doctor Strange and the Mom, Multiverse of Madness. All right, I need to know what your opinion is. Yeah, I put it on Letterboxd, so you could read it there. Wow. I'm kidding. No, uh, you, you didn't see it. I don't want to spoil you. I did not obviously. see it. Well, here's here's the thing, is I'm hearing very mixed things, like all over the place. Not mixed as in bad, mixed as in some people really like it, some people don't like it, some people are like middle on it, you know? Yeah, that seems to be the general consensus. Uh, Marvel fans aren't really digging it. Sam Raimi fans are digging it. It's kind of all over the place. So, um, Well, what about you as a Sam Raimi and Marvel fan? Yeah, it was like a traditional Marvel mess, but with Sam Raimi elements. Mm. Um, CGI, right off the bat, the first scene in the movie is just a CGI mess. Um, not a fan of that. Uh, also, not really a huge fan of America Chavez, the new uh, character that they introduce. But I did not anticipate the villain being the villain. The villain who is the villain in the movie, I did not expect to be the villain. Um, I was surprised at how much and how little all of the shows, all the Marvel shows mattered. Uh, surprisingly, like, you really didn't have to watch any of them. Like, Steven, our buddy Steven that went with me, he did not watch a single show and was fine. But it was cool if you did watch uh, some of the shows, specifically like WandaVision. That mm -hmm. one was very important to the plot. Uh, but I will tell you, there's a lot of horror elements, a lot of like really cool effects and camera shots, homages to Evil Dead. And even a gag that's uh, like literally ripped right out of Evil Dead, too. So mm. there's so, some cool stuff. Let me ask you this. Am I going to like it? You're not going to love it, but you'll like it. Yeah. Okay. But only, I think you're only going to like the Sam Raimi shit. Probably. Which, which it's like a shame he didn't get to go full Sam Raimi, honestly. Yeah. I saw a meme today where it was like a Trojan horse. You know what I mean? And it had yeah. like the outside was like Marvel, Marvel movie. So it could get past Disney's gates. But inside was, you know, Evil Dead 4. I thought that That'd was be awesome. pretty funny. That'd be awesome, dude. Uh, but yeah, so so it's pretty good. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is fine. He doesn't like put on an amazing performance. As um, always with Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's just himself. He's cool. He's good. Yeah. There are cameos as the commercial, the trailer makes you, you know, you see, you literally see Charles Xavier. So you literally know like he's in it. Um, there are several other Josh big cameos, big, mm -hmm. um, it, but no one you're going to care about. Okay. At all, not a single character you're gonna care about. I'm 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 pretty tapped out of Marvel as it is at this point. Did so. you Did you watch What If at all? No, not a single episode. Yeah, you're not gonna probably care. As as like a person that's already tapped out of Marvel, I'm here to tell you, you won't care. All right. But I liked it. I gave it a three and a half out of five. Uh, Christian from Say Before Quitting podcast. Shout out to them. He saw it with Yuki. Actually, Yuki's in our chat. And uh, 
at least I think they did. They were talking about it on stream. And uh, he gave it a two out of five, which is like, to me, that's like really bad. And then he said it was awful. Mm-hmm. He said it was a waste of time. It felt like the whole the whole thing was just a giant waste and nothing happened. Nothing mattered. All that. So gotcha. Well, I don't I don't agree, but I don't know I when I'll watch it, to be honest with you. Well, but I, I'll get I got I got good news for you. Oh, the Northman comes out on digital platforms on Friday. So we'll finally be able to watch it eventually. There you have it. Games, Elden Ring. I've been playing that uh, just a teeny bit with our buddy Sean. And Josh, you popped on, eliminated a boss in about two hits for us. Uh, That that was fun. That's what I do, brother. Yeah. You literally came in and just went. "Ah." Dead. Yes, something like that. And we also have been playing Halo, which that game is infuriating. I don't understand what they were thinking when they designed this game, when they, you know, planned this season two. Emphasis on the word plan. The gameplay is fine, but they're making changes like to melee damage and weapons. It's just the whole thing is a mess, dude. You see people uh, are pissed off that they like removed the where you could kind of in the past, like you could if you play a match for a certain amount of time, you still get XP. They remove that now. Yeah, dude, they're just bad. They don't know what they're doing. What anyway. a mess. What, what a fucking mess. What else you have to say there? That's it. I'm done. Okay. I'm just so disgusted. If you haven't watched our video about Halo we put out today, uh, where the developers 343 mm. called their fans and only, you know, small little player base, mind you, moochers. So. Bad. Not good. All right, for me, I'll start with games. I'm still playing Sekiro. I'm stuck on the last boss. Have been stuck there for two weeks today. I'm still trying. I'm doing a couple attempts every day. When I start to get pissed off, I check out. So that's it. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, Playing Halo, like you said. Played Elden Ring, like you said. And this other one, Brett, which might surprise you, that I'm going back. Actually, just I repurchased it because it was on sale on PlayStation. Because I initially purchased it on Xbox, it's on sale for twenty bucks. I've having I've been having an inkling to play it for a long time, but I I wanted to play it from the beginning, and I wanted trophies. Uh, and it's a game that I did not finish, and that's Red Dead Redemption Two. It's a game I really enjoyed when I played it, but. You know, Red Dead's such a... It's a fucking epic, dude. It's a long game. It requires a lot of attention. <clears throat> and just for one reason or another, I forget. I just never went back to it. I played it for maybe 10, 15 hours on Xbox when it came back, when it came out back in the day. But, uh... Never went back to it, so... That video game just did not grab me. That's all. fine. That's fine. I understand. It's a lot. But I really like Westerns. It's a lot. I enjoy the characters... Um, I don't remember a bunch of this stuff at the beginning of the game, which makes me go back and question how far I actually got into it. Or I probably more likely got distracted with side stuff, didn't do any of the main story missions. I'm mainlining the story. I know that's still going to take me like 200 hours. <laughs> like, at, at, it's some ridiculous length, dude. Um, but I just, I, I want to play it. That's it. <clears throat> I don't know what the problem was, but again, it just would not sync with me. And it's, it's so weird because Red Dead Redemption is like one of 
you know, the games that I loved when sure. I first got my 360. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know what the problem is, but I think maybe there was just so much going on. It's, it's fucking, it's dense. It's yeah. really dense. Um, and the narrative is cool. And I love like Westerns and like Cowboys and like all that shit. And it's cool, but it's dense. It takes a while to actually get into it and let you out into the open world, which is yep. definitely a criticism from me. Um, like maybe five hours, uh, but before you even get to like the open world, which is an issue, which I know is an issue you had with Horizon too, and I agree with you. Um, it just takes a little bit of time. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna play it little by little. I have no idea when or if I'll beat it again, but we'll see. The other problem is this: it runs at 30 FPS. Wow. I bought it thinking that there was a PS5 upgrade. There's not. And that shit probably runs better on the Xbox Series X. Uh, Probably, which I, I, I bought it for the Series X when it came out. So I have it over there, too, but I wanted trophies. Uh, So I booted up the game and I was like, oh, it's going to run at 60. It's going to look nice. It, it started. I was like, oh, no. I went to the settings. There was no setting to change it. There's no performance mode or anything. Nothing. I Googled it. Rockstar has not updated it since 2019. Um, and they have no plans on doing an extra end upgrade for it. So it, wow. it took, it took every fiber of my being to just be like, bite the bullet and get used to the 30 FPS. It's a cinematic game. You'll be okay. But the gunfighting sequences feel so bad at 30, dude. It's like, dude, it's hard. It's hard to I play. Believe at 30. It. It's hard to play at 30. Anyway. So I went back to that. I uh, I worked at GameStop when that game came out. Mm. What a fucking nightmare. What an undead nightmare that was. Get it? Red Dead Redemption, undead nightmare. I got it, yeah. Um, yeah, what a fucking joke that was, man. Not fun. Why? Just because a lot of people wanted it? Yeah, dude, and it sold out like fucking... People were like, yo, you got it, yo? And I'm like, did you pre-order it? And they're like, no, yo. And I'm like, you don't got it. <laughs> then no, yo. Yeah, they're like, where can I get it, you? I'm like, yeah, you Northeast ever, Philly, dude. Yeah, you ever hear of digital copies? That too. You ever hear of downloads? Like, we'd be like, yeah, we're out, yeah, but we got this card, yeah. You could just put this in your console, yeah. You're good. And they're like, yeah, nah, yeah, I want the disc, yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I said, I just, I had a hankering for it. You know what I mean? I wanted to play it. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, TV, yeah. still watching Breaking Bad. I, I put the Phillies on here because I continue to watch that. It's like watching a soap opera, uh, but in sports form, uh, they're bad. They suck. They're awful. Uh, I hate them. What a terrible franchise. Uh, baseball is abysmal. It's a stupid fucking sport watched by small baby children, uh, and I'm one of them. So, uh, Movies, I'm not, I'd have, I have not watched a movie since I watched Welcome to Raccoon City like three weeks ago. So, My God. Yeah. So, wow. All right, well, let's jump into the Abysmal Chronicles, which is a segment on our show where we go through some of the uh, stories that are in the news right now that are just a little bit too abysmal to make it as main topics on our show. Starting off, we're going to do some video game releases. Wait, we're gonna... wait, wait, where's my jingle? Um, let's see. Last night you yelled at me for never revealing some of these, so I'm going to... Here we go. This is a bop. 
go. That's a certified hood classic right there. And I was on the ones and twos there. I don't know if you I, know I, that. I, I, I picked up on it. I heard. You saw that. That was me mixing I, there. I got you. Okay. Got I'm you. just making sure that my effort was noticed. <laughs> I, I, I noticed it. Right, we, we got you. We, we see your fingers fucking flicking beans over there. All right, well, let's move on then to the video game releases for this coming week. So some of them we already went over last week. We're going to do um, the ones that are overlapped for today. So today, Uden Chronicle Rising came out for Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, mm. <laughs> like a fucking goat. Uh, Salt and Sacrifice came out today on PS5, PlayStation, and PC. Mm -hmm. I'm going to download that game as soon as I'm done this podcast. That was actually real. No sound effect there, ladies and gentlemen. That was no, all Josh. That was all me. That was all me. Uh, this War of Mine Final Cut for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S comes out today. This little war of mine. Uh, on May 13th, which is just a couple days away, Evil Dead the game comes out for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And Josh, they just revealed Tom Savini's uh, design for Ash. He did his own little, like, custom design. It looks pretty good. Uh, End Zone, A World Apart, Distant Places DLC comes out for PC on May 17th. Loomhaven, Jaws of the Lion DLC come out May 17th. And finally, Lovecraft's Untold Stories 2 comes out for PC uh, May 17th. I'm really excited for Lovecraft's Untold Stories 2. I hope they tell the story of his feline friend. All right, moving on. Uh, wait, a, gonna... hang on a second. Wait a minute there. Okay, first of all, you're bad. Second of all, uh, <laughs> Save Before Quitting says, y'all try Loot River yet on Game Pass? No, but what I did try on Game Pass that I forgot to mention at the top of the show is Trek to Yomi. Yeah, on Game Pass. Yeah, I tried out Trek to Yomi. Uh, I heard it... that game is lackluster as fuck. I played it for a few hours, and at first I was like, man, this story is cool. And then after a while, I'm like, man, this gameplay is not great, and it doesn't run well. So I probably won't be going back to it, but it's not bad. And I hope it up they update it, and they fix it, because there's something there. I've heard it's all style, no substance. It looks amazing, but the gameplay sucks. Yes. The story, the story is also interesting to me, because it's a... Well, it doesn't it's it's like Ghost of Tsushima, right? Where it's nothing new in samurai cinema, quote unquote, but it's done in a way that's engaging it for for me. There's just a certain texture to those stories that I really like. Um but yeah, the gameplay sucks buttholes. And it runs bad. Like it runs bad. Who wants to play that shit? Like sub thirty FPS, dude. I don't know about you, but that shit ain't balling. Hi. Uh, definitely not balling. I don't know what Loot River is yet, but uh, maybe I'll share this with you. The first thing that came to my mind when I heard Loot River was Poop Shoot River. So, Loot River. All right, let's move on to some stories. Uh, a little yeah. bit more discussion. A little bit more discussion based this week, rather than uh, just reading news stories. Kind of trying to change it up a little bit. I feel like sometimes it's just us reading news articles, and I want to have more of a discussion. So this one is actually just uh, an article I found on Reddit. And I kind of like, I'm just going to talk and we can talk. So yeah. whatever you want, brother. People don't understand why the game Moss Book 2 is underperforming. I can tell you right now. Well, I have a couple points. I, have, I haven't even read what you wrote, but I can tell you right now. Okay, for the record, hold on. What is Moss Book 2? 
Moss Book 2, it's a, it's a sequel to Moss, which is a PSVR exclusive game that did really well, is considered one of the best games on the platform. Yes. Uh, and can I guess as to why you think and why Moss Book 2 failed? Yeah. It's because they put it on PSVR 1 at the end of its life cycle. PSVR 2 is announced and is coming out imminently. Uh, and they left it on this relegated platform to die. And while there's a pretty good install base for PSVR, nobody's playing it anymore. Because everybody's waiting for PSVR 2. That's it. That's exactly right. Uh, that's pretty much, that sums up one of my points. So, yeah, I, I stumbled across this thread on Reddit. This guy was like, you know, talking about an article that someone posted about Moss Book 2 and how it underperformed and it did not do well. And, you know, the developers are not really happy about how it did. And they were like, what happened? What happened? I don't understand. And I'm like, like what you said, they put it on PSVR at the end of its life. It's done. Like nobody has that shit hooked up anymore. Uh, One, because it's at the end of its life. And two, it's kind of confusing to set up on the PlayStation 5. And I'm sure a lot of people unplugged all that shit from their PS4 when they upgraded and never plugged that shit back in. Yeah, I, plus, do, have, I do have mine hooked up, but that's besides the point. Okay, but plus... That new VRR thing that PlayStation 5 just got, the variable refresh rate update and all that, doesn't fucking work if you have the breakout box for PSVR. It has to be directly plugged in. Yeah, dude. No fucking wonder I can't get my fucking shit to work, dude! It's because you have the breakout box. Yep. So. I'm fucking uh, pissed. Are you kidding me? Did they <laughs> announce serious. that anywhere? I don't. I, I read it while researching this. So. Yo, Jim Ryan, I'm going to come to your house and slit your fucking throat, bro. Are you kidding me? Gosh, going Are you serious? I am, right dude, now. I am fucking livid. I could not for the life of me figure out what the fuck was going on. I'm pissed. Uh, the game also is $40 and only six hours long. Which I'm not expecting, like, a long-ass RPG on the VR, but, like, yeah. $40 is a little steep, dude. Yeah, A little bit. Yeah. Uh, I wrote here, we're probably going to have a renaissance. This game is going to do very well on PSVR 2 eventually when, it, you know, when that launches, whether it's through sales or if it's on PlayStation Plus Collection or PlayStation I, so Plus. So that brings up another interesting point, though. Is, is, is PSVR, and this would be a whole separate topic, honestly, but are PSVR 1 games going to be backwards compatible with PSVR 2? No. Developers have to patch them specifically. Exa exactly. So hopefully this studio does do that. They would be idiots to not. Yeah. And honestly, they should have just held on to it and made it a launch title with PSVR 2. That would have been the best course of action for them. And then they could have done compat ported it back. Yeah. Shit's ass, dude. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, PlayStation, there has been a new update on PlayStation consoles, but it's not the ones you're thinking. There's a new PS3 PS Vita firmware update that strengthens account security. So Josh, Sony has improved account security on two of the legacy machines through new firmware updates deployed today. The PS3 has now hit version 4.89 and the Vita is now on 3.74. You know, you might have thought, holy shit, PlayStation actually cares about the Vita. <laughs> They're actually putting an update out. They don't give a well, fuck. They truly do not give a fuck. All this did was basically uh, remove things. So 
The two console patches remove the ability to create a PlayStation account on the systems themselves. Uh, now you need a smartphone or a PC to set up an account. Uh, this also introduces two-factor authentication as a standard on PlayStation Vita at the very least. So that's interesting because if you know Josh on the Vita, two-factor authentication, when it was rolled out for PlayStation in general, the PS5 and PS4 supported two-factor where the Vita and the PS3 had console codes or console passwords where you created a password specifically for use on that console only. Mm. But they did not support two-factor. Following me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I found a comment from a, a Reddit user named PlayStation Hacksor. And I'm going to paraphrase some stuff from him, but it kind of explains like why they did this, why PlayStation, PlayStation decided to put this update out. He said, I'm in the PSN cracking scene a little bit. The current trick to brute force accounts is to use the PS3 and PSP request to bypass all CAPTCHA and all rate limits. Uh, the password reset function was being abused to determine the date of, birth, date of birth of any PlayStation account. The create account function on PS3 and Vita was also used by spam botters to bypass CAPTCHA in creating an account that will inevitably message you porn and bullshit. You've probably seen this before. So what he's saying here is the PS3 and Vita were basically fucked and people were using that to create uh, bot accounts that would then spam everybody and also used to brute force other people's PSN accounts uh, by doing some trick to get their birthday. Mm. Mm. That's, the, that's the whole purpose here of this update. So just to prevent that from happening? Mm. Well... Vita is dead. Vita was life, dude. Vita means life. Vita means death now. So sad. Too bad. So sad. All right, moving on. The leaked 2001 build of Duke Nukem Forever is actually real. What do you know about Duke Nukem Forever? Nothing. You don't know the legacy about it? I don't actually so duke nukem forever was a game that was going to come out mm -hmm. and then it never did hmm. and then like 10 years passed and it finally came out but it was not the same game hmm. and it was bad and very dated and all the jokes and references were like out picture borderlands you know how borderlands is like very outdated with their jokes yeah five years late i'm, I'm talking for this like hmm. bad like memes that were just gone dude mm-hmm like, remember Christian Bale was on the set of that movie and was, like, cursing and shit? Yeah. They, like, made a joke about that, dude. Like, mm -hmm. six years after. Shit made no sense. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, so the original build, not the one, the shitty one, but, like, the original one that was going to come out, uh, it's from 2001, has been leaked. Uh, it was originally showcased at E3 in 2001. It is tied to one of the most infamous development hell stories in the history of the industry which culminated after 15 years of development in a 2011 game with a design and tone that felt woefully out of touch. A leaker going by the name Zor uploaded pictures and gameplay footage to 4chan, claiming that they were from the E3 2001 build of Duke Nukem Forever. Since the leak, George Broussard, Duke Nukem creator and lead project manager for most of Duke Nukem Forever's development, has confirmed on Twitter that the footage is indeed real, 
Though also, he says he's not particularly keen on bringing up memories of the game's messy development. Quote, yes, the leak looks real. No, I'm not really interested in talking about it or retreading a painful past. You should heavily temper expectations. There is no real game to play. Just a smattering of barely populated test levels. I have no knowledge of who leaked this. The leaker is saying that the full game is planned to be leaked in July. Hmm. What are your thoughts on this? Perhaps somebody that worked at the studio during development of it and still has test code or something? Yeah, or someone bought a machine secondhand, maybe, and it had it on there. Like a dev kit or something? Hmm? Hmm. Perhaps. Um, Yeah, I mean, I... Go ahead. Have you seen the uh, the footage or the screenshots? Uh, yes, I've been watching the footage as you speak. Yeah, there was like a, I think he's at like a, uh, a strip it's club like a strip called club. S- yeah. Slick Willie is the name of the. Uh, yeah, club. I don't know. And there's Nut Beer. Yeah, Slick Willie, you're correct. Yeah, they, <clears throat> they're just fucking, Duke Nukem is insane, dude. So. Yeah, well, I don't know much about it. Um, I don't care much about it. And uh, that's all I have to say for you. All right, moving on. Uh, now, Bandai Namco says it is actively working on a fix for the PC Dark Souls games. Now. That's Finally. It? Now. Uh, this is coming from PC Gamer. So if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, the Dark Souls games on PC have been offline since January of this year, 2022. That's fucking bad. Uh, completely offline, no co-op, no summoning, no invaders. Like, a key integral part of the game is gone. All of the games are gone. Yeah. Uh, A major exploit was made public that was present in literally all of FromSoftware's games. Uh, Obviously, FromSoft's Elden Ring shortly released after all this bullshit happened, but that game, notably, was fine. Right. Redditor Relevant Heart 1751 contacted the publisher to ask when they'd be able to play their games again and received the following response. And note, this is like the first time they've acknowledged it since January. I'm getting back to you in regards to your inquiry if the Dark Souls servers from PC will be back online. I'm happy to confirm that the developers are actively working on resolving the issue in question and relaunching the Dark Souls servers for PC as soon as possible. For the moment, we do not have an estimate of when this is expected to happen, end quote. For the moment, we do not have an estimate of when this is expected to happen. We're going to be fucking dead when this game's finally fixed. The good news is it's only on PC, so we can still. That's true. You know, it's only a PC issue. Games. Yeah, uh, I mean, we talked about this right before Elden Ring's launch, <clears throat> with concerns that it might impact Elden Ring, because the original leaker was like, "There's no indication that the that netcode issue or whatever it was would not be present in Elden Ring." And to be honest with you, I don't think anybody knows if it is or not actually, uh, yeah. and maybe they're just going to I don't know, patch it backwards. I don't know, but uh, this is. I, 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 it, it, five months. Have your games completely offline. That's kind of crazy. Games and they're popular games. I was going to say games that still have a lot of people playing them. Yeah. So pretty crazy. You know, 
That line gets me, though. We do not have an estimate of when this is expected to happen. Well, I have an estimate on uh, how bad you are, Bandai Namco, and uh, let me tell you, hi. Uh, Gotham Knights, Josh, the four or two-player co-op game, which everyone said was four-player because PlayStation said it was four-player, but it's actually two-player. Um, the game finally had some new footage come out today. So the bad news, though, is Gotham Knights for PS4 and Xbox One has been canceled. So if you're still a last-gen player, if you're still a last-gen player and you're expecting to pick this one up, you bad ain't. news, you ain't. That's it. Uh, so their statement was, the decision was made to provide players with the best possible gameplay experience. This is maybe the first game we've heard of where they're like, we're, we're not doing a last-gen Well, I mean, to be honest with you, good? Now you say that. However... Footage that came out today, uh, 13 minutes of the game, uh, official Nightwing and Red Hood gameplay demo is the name of the video. And the reactions to this gameplay are not good. Uh, gamers think that the game looks dated, and this is not the last gen version, uh, with stiff animations and last gen graphics. Yeah. And Save Before Quitting says they gave Red Hood superpowers. They did. He now has like magical abilities like Aura. So we're down on this. Some people are down on it. If you're a big fan of him and you want him to be comic accurate, yeah, you're probably down on that. Gameplay-wise, it probably adds some cool, unique elements. He can, like, jump on the air now, kind of. Um, but, like, I feel Christian would not like that at all. So let me tell you something about Gotham Knights. Hmm? I don't fucking care about it. This is the I don't care podcast where we just talk about things we don't care about. How? Why am I supposed to be excited <clears throat> for this game? It's not even being made by the same studio that did the Arkham games. It's like the thing that's baffling. Is it the same world? I think it is. I think. Uh, well, then I'm 100% out. Rock but I don't know. Yeah, I it's feel like... No, it's... No, Rocksteady's doing Suicide Squad. I feel like this game... And this is just based off of nothing. Um, I feel like this game is going to blow chunks. Yeah, it's only it's four characters you could choose from, but it's only two player co-op. Wait, um, wait, what? Yeah, there's four characters you can choose from, but there's only it's only two player co-op. Earlier this week, it was rumored that it was going to be four player co-op because PlayStation accidentally listed it as four player online. Oh, oh I thought it was four player co-op. Mm -mm, it's it's two. So. So, yeah, that's that. Also, the game was delayed, and it's finally coming out October 25th. But like I said, only on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. It was delayed uh, today? No, no, it was already delayed. Oh. It's okay. They'll have room to breathe now since Suicide Squad's not coming out this year. Yeah, maybe they need uh, some room to breathe, though. Maybe they don't need room to breathe. Maybe they should suffocate. No, what I'm saying... What I'm saying is that now they don't have to compete with Suicide Squad. Hey, maybe they should have. Maybe they needed competition. This game looks like shit. And I haven't been excited for it since they showed it off for the first time. Even I, then, I was like, this I, I've, bad. I've never had an inkling of interest in this game, to be honest with you. So They also announced no, uh, no microtransactions, no, no bullshit today. Yeah, I ain't giving no one credit for that no more anytime, ever again. Uh, this is a Kane action figure that I put... 
It fell and broke. <laughs> I put his head on his arm, and he looked like he had a little dill sticking out. I was going to say, does he have a penis? Yeah. Well, his head is now gone. So Sorry, I actually don't think we're allowed to say that word because YouTube doesn't like it. What, dill? No, penis. Nice cock. <laughs> say whatever the fuck I want. Um, All right, let's move on from this fucking... I'll even... Yeah. I said it. Uh, Long-delayed Resident Evil Reverse may actually be coming, Josh. Oh, man. This is literally going to be the things that we don't give a fuck about podcast, dude. Because let me tell you right now, we, we don't care. <laughs> it's called the Abysmal <laughs> We don't for care. A reason. We don't care. <laughs> uh, listen, this is some, we're getting this for free. I don't want it. I don't want it. I'd literally rather not have it. We bought Resident Evil Village and they're obligated to give it to us now. I don't want it. You do know this is a different. This isn't the same thing as um, that one we played, right? Yes. This is the one where it's like, you know, Big Leon and Small Raccoon City PD or whatever it is. I found I found another head. Um, anyway. Very happy for you. <laughs> um, yeah, this game looks like shite, dude. And we're getting it. Finally. I don't want it! Uh, Resident Evil Reverse may still be on track for release in 2022, despite Capcom going completely silent on it following a series of delays. As shared by Gamatsu <laughs> on Twitter, the Google Stadia version of Reverse, the PvP game originally scheduled to arrive alongside of Resident Evil Village, has been rated by the European rating board, Peggy. Peggy Abysmal. Um, wasn't, didn't this literally get, like, didn't they literally announce, like, the day before Village came out that, like, oh, yeah, this ain't coming, yeah. I'm here to tell you, I don't know. And I'm here to tell you, we don't care. Um, Josh, I think we have to do a little ad. I've been doing that this whole time. I've been fucking drinking the whole time. I've been drinking the whole time. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Haptcast is sponsored by W Energy. Head over to W.GG to check out their products. Use code SLICK to save 10% on your order. Uh, w was formulated to give you the best focus and energy with no jitters or crashes. Their formula contains vitamins, amino acids, and nootropics, and also the patented Neurofactor, uh, which we may or may not have overdosed on uh, a few weeks ago. There's no calories, no sugar, no artificial colors, uh, no fillers, none of the bad stuff, only the good stuff. If you find it hard to work or study, use code SLICK to save on W. That's right. Use code SLICK at checkout. You'll save 10% on your W.GG order. SLICK! I drink Dub Sludge. Galaxy Grenade. Also, they have a new flavor, Brett. It's called Beach and Peach, which is mango and peach. That's right. I was going to say, it's mango something. Yeah, it's mango and peach, and I like the name. It's called Beach and Peach. Sounds like an insult you say to somebody. Somebody. It's a reference to a, a butt, I think. And you go to the beach and you see a peach. Is that kind of like Netflix and chill? No, a peach is like a butt. So like beach and peach. Oh, I see what you're saying. 
you're you saying know, Netflix, Netflix like, let's... You'll, you know, have like a little Netflix and chill. You know, you have a little beach and a peach. Beach in a peach? No, beach and a, a sandy peach. peach. No, 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 beach. Yeah, sandy peach, dude. No, beach, <clears throat> beach and a peach. You know, like, like, like Netflix and a chill, beach and a peach. I'm saying, a, I'm saying, I'm saying, and a, but I'm just, I'm, I'm just beach. saying, I'm just saying, n. You know, like, ne- like, like Netflix and chill, beach and peach. Wait, like what? Netflix and chill. And beach and. All right, we're gonna need to work on this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you use code SLICK at checkout uh, to save ten percent on Dubby. Um... Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, so yeah, use code slick to save 10%. W.gg. Josh, I need you to do me a favor. What? I need you to roll the intro. continue talking about things that we don't fucking care about yes because we're talking about fifa first and not what i had up well the good news is i'm actually excited to talk about feet or not fifa the other thing i'm not excited to talk about fifa but i am but i'm not what's the story dude all right so here we go now, the reason we're bringing this up, even though we don't really like it, is because FIFA is the largest sports gaming franchise in, in existence. It's, it's I think, insane. It's, it's actually, I think, number two or three as far as all-time like grossing fran- like video game franchises of all time. So th- this is a fucking monumental story. Yeah. So, so bear with me. Let me give you a little bit of context, and then we'll talk about it. So... Basically, uh, EA has the FIFA license, has had it for years. They released their first FIFA game for the Sega Genesis in 1993. Wow. I did not know that. 1993. Okay. And now, EA's FIFA series is losing its name after nearly 30 years. Crazy. It's a long-running franchise. So EA published FIFA back in on the Genesis too. Yeah. Yep. They developed it and published it. Wow. They have since. So next year's FIFA, Brett, won't be called FIFA anymore. It, EA announced today. So EA is parting ways with FIFA and will rename their soccer games to EA Sports FC, which stands for Football Club. 
bad name. It is bad. Uh, they could have gotten more creative with that. But, you know, stands for Football Club. I don't know why they're doing the acronym. Anyway, so, right, EA is promising that nothing else will change in the following released statement. They said, quote, everything you loved about our games will be part of EA Sports FC. The same great experiences, modes, leagues, tournaments, clubs, and athletes will be there. Modes like Ultimate Team, Career, Pro Clubs, and uh, Volta will all remain alongside licenses to the biggest national leagues, including Premier, La Liga, and B- Bunde Lasagna. Bunde Slicka. Bunde's. And all, yes, and all of the players, teams, and stadiums contained therein, and quote. That was the full quote, including the burp. Okay. Bunde Slicka. So the name change, Brett, won't go into effect until 2023. So, you know, we're going to get FIFA 23 this year. Uh, and a full reveal is probably coming in the next couple of months for that. So. If you remember, Brett, according to reports last October, EA was entering negotiations with FIFA and they got really messy. So yep. EA wanted to expand the license into areas like NFTs, while FIFA wanted to retain more control so it could partner with other companies uh, in mainly the advertising realm, right? Like think Coke, Nike, Adidas, all of these, these things. Uh, ultimately, EA wasn't interested in paying the $1 billion price tag that was being requested to extend the exclusivity deal from FIFA. $1 billion. But you know what? That sounds crazy, but the amount of money that that game makes, it makes sense. Oh, for sure. So let's talk about that, and then I have a response from FIFA uh, that they also released in response yeah. to the, the statement. So yeah, so what, this was what are your thoughts? For a long, this was like long time coming. Yeah, so we I think we actually talked about it a while ago, and when we were talking about Konami, because Konami has their eFootball, and we were like, you know, this could be an opportunity for Konami or whatever. If FIFA goes away or whatever it is, you know, they yep. could there could be a market for that. Yeah, absolutely. So, <clears throat> I do remember talking about that. Uh, obviously, none of the soccer games, none of the football games close to fifa in terms of quality or or anything like that popularity fifa is just the the one it's the game that's the one everyone plays right uh but yeah we thought that there could have been an opportunity for you know if they did drop the license they could pick up one from konami or something but right obviously they decided fuck it we're just gonna make our own and now we're getting what is it fc football club yep ea soccer ea sports fc bad name so it sounds like they're just going to start branding all their games as EA yeah. Sports. Yeah, is Madden done? No, I think they still have that through like 2026. But um yeah, so I mean this EA is sports. this is pretty big and and to be honest with you, I mean, well first of all, FIFA as an organization is also abysmal. I mean, they have the fucking the games in Qatar and shit like that where like the stadium is being made with like slave labor and shit. Yeah. Uh the head of the FIFA FIFA organization is involved in like a million scandals. They're being sued left and right. It's a fucking corrupt, terrible organization. Um, but to be honest with you, I think that FIFA needs EA more than EA needs FIFA. So can you explain to me like what is FIFA? Like what FIFA is the governing body of international soccer. So are they like the MLB? Yes, but on a global scale. So without FIFA, will FC have all of the teams and players? Yes, because they can. They're they in their statement here. They said they're making individual deals with the national leagues, with license to the biggest national leagues. 
So including Premier, La Liga, those might be more akin actually to MLB. But and, Bundesliga. And, and FIFA might be more akin to like the uh, the Olympic Committee or something like that. Okay. So these individual leagues can all make deals, you know, with EA to so they could still have stadiums and players likenesses and stuff like that. But now this also gives EA the opportunity to make their own partners partnering ask. deals and advertising deals with like you know Coke, Pet, I mean whoever they are brands, and put those in the game. And as long as it Will sells, they continue to make games. Who? FIFA. Oh well, I'll get to that in a second. Yeah, I have a response. Uh, from FIFA themselves, but it, I think it allows EA actually potentially make more money because now they also don't have to pay for the licensing. Yep. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, they're losing like that FIFA tag where I feel like FIFA as a brand is more associated with the video games of FIFA rather than yeah. people knowing that it's the governing body of soccer internationally. Right you know, right exactly. So in response to all this, Brett, FIFA made an announcement with promises that it is already working on several new exciting projects with other publishing partners. So FIFA president Gianni Infantino, this guy is a fucking cuck. I'll tell you that right now. All right. He's bad. He is not a good human being. He said, quote, I can assure you that the only authentic real game that has the FIFA name will be the best one available for gamers and football fans. The FIFA name is the only global original title. FIFA 23, FIFA 24, FIFA 25, and FIFA 26, and so on. The constant is the FIFA name, and it will remain forever and remain the best, end quote. That literally sounds like just like that sounds like a man that shilling. doesn't yeah that sounds like a man that doesn't know what the fuck is going on like corporate speak like we are the best we will forever be the best yeah we are the best i don't think he understands how hard it is to not only develop a video game consistently like fifa like ea yearly. release it yearly monetize it effectively even though they've had issues with that but yeah, but they still set. made a lot of money. Oh, for sure. And forget about the developing. How about publishing it? How about distribution? Have fun, dude. EA handled all of that. All you got was billions of dollars from them, and they handled everything else. Good luck finding somebody that is willing to take that on. Somebody that can take that on. It's just, it's interesting, man. It's, it's interesting. It's the end of an era. End of an era. So... An era that I particularly don't give a single fuck about, but it's the end of the era. Yeah, neither do I. Uh, still, huge implications uh, for EA and FIFA. Like I said, I think FIFA is the loser on this one. I think I EA will be fine. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who picks up this FIFA license. Uh, if there's going to be another kind of exclusivity deal, maybe with Activision or somebody, something. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And I will continue to not play any soccer games. That's awesome, dude. Hell yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, the last main topic of the day, we're going to be talking about the Unreal Engine 5. So you guys might have seen this viral video that has been going around of a video that seemingly looks real until uh, something crazy happens, and then it's finally revealed that it's actually an engine. So uh, the, vi the viral video showcases what appears to be phone camera footage of a Japanese train station during the day. Uh, you just see that someone looking around. You hear the cicadas in the background. Uh, it looks like a normal phone video. Suddenly, the setting changes. It goes from day to night almost instantly. 
in an uncanny valley like manner uh it's very strange and that's kind of the giveaway that it's not real uh apparently this footage was rendered in unreal engine 5 and that shit looks insane josh what do you think of this clip what does this mean for the future of games and uh do you have any thoughts so first of all i think it looks awesome and i've been ex i've been on the hype train for unreal engine 5 just to see how it's used and implemented right from the first time they kind of showed off the nanite technology and it you know stuff rendering an engine with that demo you know almost a year ago i think at this point i have been excited to see what unreal engine 5 can do so i'm excited for it i have three things that i want to hit on okay first of all four things first of all this blew up virally yeah. like jeff keely picked it up like a million people picked it up and that's great i don't know who made this or where the source is originally i don't even know if that's been confirmed and we don't i don't think we have that information we found it on reddit i don't i don't know any of that stuff the hint for me that made it unreal was actually no pun intended where i was like even before it cut where i was like eh, this looks like great it looks great but i can still tell it's a video game was there's like a shot during the day where they're looking up the stairs or whatever the only mm -hmm. thing that gave it away from me was like the shadowing on certain things looked almost too crisp. Okay. Um, I don't know. Almost Not like blurry enough. Oh yeah, almost like there was like no ambient occlusion in some areas, um, which made it I don't know just trigger something in my brain. I still think it looks good. Anyway, you have anything to say about those two points before I get into the other two that I think are more important? No, I didn't pick up on it. I thought it was real until it switched. But gotcha. That's a good good catch. Um the what the fuck was i gonna say oh here's actually the credit behind us now that just came up at the end of this video nice. um what was i just gonna say horror game horror game yes thank you uh i think specifically when it cuts to the <clears throat> nighttime i'm excited to see where this could what this could mean for horror games atmospherically because it's very they do a great job of creating an atmosphere there at night particularly uh it's scary other... without anything happening exactly like, i was actually like afraid i was like oh shit is something about to happen and nothing happens yeah the other thing i thought of too is i mean i don't know if that was a edited cut or if that's happening in engine like live cut or whatever it is but my brain also goes to like titanfall and like things titanfall 2 specifically we we're cutting back and forth between worlds ratchet and clank all this different stuff and the ability to instantly render uh, super high fidelity environments and detailed environments like this instantaneously makes my mind just fucking turn and spin with what it could do with horror or games in general. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Like I said, I, I was watching it and I was like, honestly, I was getting like found footage movie vibes at first. I was like, oh, what is this? And then it cuts the dark and I was like, oh, it is a found footage you know, movie or something. And then yeah. I was like, wait, this is a, this is not, this is CGI. This isn't real. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's insane. And yeah, I, I just thinking about the potential for a horror game rendered like this. I'm ready, dude. Give me Kojima, bring them out. Come on. Even He's though it won't be in this engine. Yeah. Kojima's not using Unreal 5. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Even the camera shake was like, I was real. just, I, I, I was just going to say they did a great job with selling the camera. Yeah, it looked like found footage, man. 
yeah, they did a really nice job. So the I'm ready for games with Unreal Five. I'm ready for. I still have one reservation. Doesn't impact me too much per se, but definitely impacts PC players. So for a long time, uh, I don't know how familiar you are with this, but people complain about it all the time, at least that I've seen with Unreal Four on PC specifically, and it was an issue with um, what's it called with Elden Ring Two, even though it was a different engine. But uh, people have shader compilation issues on PC, which basically means that like when you look at something for the first time in the game, there's like a really bad stutter or hitch because the game has to load all of those assets. So gotcha. it's a really big problem with open world games or really high fidelity, you know, games with really high textured assets and things like that because the computer or Unreal 4 specifically like doesn't preload them or pre-render them. So like the first time you look at something it's bad, but if you reload and go through like it's fixed. It's still an issue with Unreal 4. It still hasn't been ultimately fixed. There's no necessarily inclination that it's going to be an issue with Unreal 5, but there's also been no Unreal 5 releases where it would be an issue. Was um, that Matrix except, demo Unreal 5? Yes, I was going to say, except the Matrix demo, where there were still shader compilation issues with it. That sucks. So that really only impacts people on the PC side of it, but I've seen the impacts of that, and it's really... If I was playing a game on PC and that happened to me, I'd be like, nope, because what do I have to do? I have to go play through the game, the whole game through one time just so it actually runs properly? No. Yeah. No. Not yeah, that's it. not cool. So hopefully they fix that. But regardless, this is really, really slick looking. Yeah. Uh, I either want a horror game or I want like a giant Evangelion robot mm. in the distance at night. Like, I don't know. I just giant monster kaiju game shot like dude, found footage style mm -hmm. game. First person found footage kaiju game. Okay. Make it real. Okay. Today we're founding Haptic Game Studios. Uh, speaking of, when we publish our podcast onto audio platforms like Spotify, which you can go follow us right now on all the platforms, mm -hmm. uh, I actually had to include like a little copyright notice, and I put together something. You can go check that out. Um, copyright notice, like a little copyright, like Haptic Intel 2022, 2014, whatever. I had to like put some. I don't know. You'll see. Thought it was interesting um all right last topic of the day we're gonna talk about indie intel it's a segment of our show where we you know suck off a little indie game uh that usually needs help this time this game doesn't need any help mm -hmm. they actually only asked for five thousand dollars for their kickstarter and they've already made fourteen thousand two hundred and seventy five dollars uh and there's still 13 hours to go on this project too so josh do you want to tell us a little bit more about you bell yeah i wanted to throw this out i think our audience would find it interesting i find it interesting um i like it so let me let me throw it to you so so ubel is a danganronpa slash nonary games like mystery thriller visual novel the trailer is going to play behind us so basically a group of eight uh people are kidnapped by an unknown individual and are locked inside a high-tech facility they are forced to vote for a victim every two hours until they manage to find and destroy the ai ruling over the facility will they succeed before death becomes imminent so the four the story follows somebody named simply player 
who wakes up in his cell without his memory. There's occasional flashbacks uh, that uh, having to do more harm than good. And well, that was worded really weird. There's flashbacks. The facility contains many rooms filled with puzzles, which the players and others must solve to get more information about their whereabouts. Uh, with no hints to what is going on, and with dangerous collars around their throats, their group can only follow the instructions given to them. Who is behind this? What is their purpose? Is the culprit amongst the cast? Are they the only ones there? If that doesn't sound like Danganronpa, I don't know what is. Yeah, for sure. And the Nonary games as well. And the Nonary games. Yeah. Um, so the gameplay consists of three different elements. There's a regular visual novel section where, you know, there's dialogue. It's fully voice acted. Um, and that can change nice. and it can change throughout the course of the story basically what you expect from a visual novel it's possible to roam around the facility by choosing a direction in the background so you can see what others are up to search for clues talk to other people events will be triggered when a player finds something or does something and be in the right place at the right time uh, you can also get stuck in a room in which case it leads to a little escape room section where the player tries to find a way out by exploring and solving a sequence of puzzles and mini games in the room hurry up and get out before the voting starts that's really cool because you can be going around exploring uh not really knowing what you're doing if you go in a certain area it becomes an escape room style game which is the nonary games basically yeah. um where th that kind of comes into it and then there is of course the questioning aspect of it the accusing other players the having to choose somebody to kill which is like danganropa with like the bullet time and all that stuff so it's fully yeah. voiced there's multiple endings it's coming to switch and pc switch was one of the stretch goals and seems to me like the original reason why they started the kickstarter um you know it is it made by a pretty sizable team actually as far as indies go uh, if you look at the kickstarter page there's a pretty good amount of people on there uh, and the project is very far in development like 85 to 95 to 90 percent complete across the board uh, and it's set to release at the end of 2022 so if you want to get in on this check it out on kickstarter you know we'll leave the link in the description um, i don't know if we'll release a separate video for this since it's so close to launch maybe but um it looked really cool i'm interested in it i backed it before we started um i want it it looks cool that's it yeah i'm excited for this one it looks really cool uh are there any like rewards for backing the game besides yeah. getting a copy yes so they have some physical rewards uh where is it uh, so you get digital copies of the game, thank you images, soundtracks, digital soundtracks, posters, uh, artwork. Uh, where's this? There's beta access. You could get uh, do, 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 do. your name in there. It looks like cameo yeah. for $150. Yeah. Uh, audio line recordings. You can get special discord roles, soundtracks, artwork, beta access. Uh cameo yeah bigger cameo so and they I'm have about to back two hundred dollars to get myself in the game all right do it there's only one left 20 pe 19 people have already done that that's insane do that so yeah kind of cool i like it i think you should check it out i think it looks really good too um and one of these remaining stretch goals which they actually might have probably already gotten to it is uh adding more uh cg cutscenes, uh like mm. you saw in the trailer um, and I'm pretty sure they're there because that was 12,500. Uh, I think that's pounds. I don't know what the conversion is there. Pounds? At least listed in their thing here. I don't know what this is, but I think 
going by based off of the conversion over here with the pledges, I think they're well over that. So yeah, they're at thirteen thousand four hundred and ninety-five. Okay, of so, their currency. Yeah, so they just hit another stretch goal. I don't see any other stretch goals, but they, you know, like I said, they're about to end. Um, here's the team again. I mean, there's a lot of people, a lot of uh, you know, artists, um, voice actors. So, so. Ubel is uh, German for bad. Hmm. Um. Also, it was a. I think it was a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Ubel. Yeah, but it was spelled differently. I think. Yeah, it was. The Y in front. Hmm. Well, but yeah, Ubel, check it out. Links in the description. Uh, whether the Kickstarter is live or not, you can get to everything from there. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's you. All right. Brett, any closing comments? Yeah, I just want to plug one more time. I've been really working hard trying to get our podcast up on audio platforms. Uh, so please go over and drop a follow. Pretty soon I'm going to have all the episodes so you'll be able to listen on the go, yes. uh, including this one that you're listening to right now. So yes. Go follow. Um, yeah. So I guess what? Moving forward just a few days after the new episodes will go live? Yeah, I I'm going to have them go out on a... Um, because our podcast, we don't, well, maybe we'll have to hammer that down. But uh, basically, I want to start signing up for sponsorship opportunities for the audio version of the podcast. But the problem is you need to have like a specific a specific date. Like we publish our podcast every Wednesday, you know, whatever. Gotcha. Yep. So I just need to kind of like we got to talk about some things. But yeah, yeah, sure. OK. And who knows? Maybe eventually, you know, we're going to go to full audio only. YouTube is going to be shut down. Twitch, everything. We're going to be gone. We're going to delete it. And that'll be well, it. I'm thinking about doing, and I've talked about this with you maybe once, not even in private. It was on the pod, but I'm thinking about doing a audio only bonus episode of Hapticast called Hapticast Unscripted, where it will be no news stories, uh, just me and you talking, having fun, laughing, uh, you know, shooting the shit and talking about really abysmal things. What is that? Are you about to be murdered? I feel like I just heard a fucking gunshot. I think I got one of those. That was loud. But nobody really mm. lives around me, which is why I was concerned. Uh oh, here we go. Gunshot. <laughs> um no, but yeah, I want to do like a but you can do bonus episodes on our on our audio platform. Yeah. Where it doesn't interfere with the number, like your episode number or anything. It's just like an extra bonus episode. Sure. So, just uh, an idea. Yeah. I like that. Um I know we I mean, so we're speaking So we're speaking that. Yeah. You hear that? Yeah, I did. We're speaking now live to people on YouTube, but maybe for the people that are listening on audio that don't know what the fuck is going on, we are a YouTube mainly focused channel. It's a video podcast usually. But are you telling I, them this an hour into the show? Yes. And okay. we probably should have said at the beginning of the show, but I'm saying it now. So f subscribe and follow and all that stuff. But we're going to have to start thinking about uh, 
appeasing uh, the audio troglodytes. Yes. Yuki just followed us on Spotify. Thank you, Yuki. Thank you. Appreciate also, that. review us on Spotify if you're listening on Spotify. Yeah. Leave us a I think you have review. to. You might have to mark a couple episodes as played in order to give a review. I don't yes. know if they let you just review it. So you have to you have to listen a little bit, um, which you should be doing anyway because I don't think you actually have to listen. But okay, well I would like people to listen. No, I know, I know. You actually have to listen to every single episode before you can review it. So. Well, I, here's my thing: there's only like forty of them up there, and most of them aren't that great. The newer ones are. Yeah, and people are listening because I know we were looking at the analytics, and there were some. People I'm pulling listening. it up. Pulling it up right now. We've so, had 206 listens already uh, in like four days. Nice. Including 70 listens from Belgium. Belgium. Shout out to Belgium. The Bells. 40 people in San Jose. Shout out to San Jose, California. California is real big. Shout out to California. Um, and the East Coast is real big. Shout out to Virginia. the East Coast. Shout out to Virginia. Or no, Washington. Shout out to Washington. D.C. D.C. Shout out to Washington, D.C. Joe Biden, what's up, yo? Yeah, we got a lot. There's even someone in Kansas that's listening quite a lot. Shout out to Kansas. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. It actually looks like it's in the middle of a lake in Kansas. Shout out to the middle of the lake in Kansas. The, <laughs> the lake listener, dude. If you're listening in Wichita, Kansas, uh, in the middle of a lake, you're awesome, dude. That's awesome, dude. That's fucking awesome, dude. So listen, make sure so. you follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Twitch. Uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, literally everything, everywhere, all at once, okay? Josh, what do they speak in Brussels? Do they speak French or Dutch? I would think Deutsch. Dutch. All right, uh, hold on. Uh... The Loch Ness Listener. Yes, Yuki, I like that. The Loch Ness listener from Kansas. I'm, I'm making a message for our Brussels. The Brussolians? The Brussels sprouts? What do you call people from Brussels? Ich ga je ach... Oh, no, hold on. Ich ga je af zwiegen. You want to know what that... Want to guess what that means? No. I wish I could play it for you. I Here, can, ready? I could hold play on. it. Well, no, I, no, hold on. <coughs> ready? I'm going to suck you off. <laughs> so, that was for our uh, Brussels fan. Mm, fuck my ass, dude. All right, nice. That's awesome, dude. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, until next time. Is that Snoke's theme, dude? Oh, that is Cultist Chant. Yeah, Snoke's theme, yeah. What is that? Plasma Rifle. Alright, play something... Play, play, that sounded like a fucking pussy-ass Plasma Rifle. Play something that you've never played before. Like a sound effect that I haven't never used? Yeah. I didn't like that. Do another one. Um...
feel like that was more than one, but all right. There you go. Goodbye.